going on? Welcome into the Sharp Angle Podcast. How's everyone doing out there? Happy Tuesday. Today is September 14th. September 14th. I can't believe it. And I just heard like a minute ago that Urban Meyer, Herb, is going to bail on the Jags. I don't know. I just heard it through the grapevine. I haven't read anything yet, but man, (laughs) oh, that would be great. That would be awesome. Speaking of awesome, uh, how about that game last night? Baltimore, uh, Oakland, or Las Vegas, the Raiders, the Raiders getting the uh, overtime win. How about that? How about Oakland or fucking Las, Las Vegas, whatever they're called? Wow, it was, that was a great game. And you know what I loved was the Manning vision or Man- Manning night football, I think they were calling it. That was awesome. Okay, watching Peyton and Eli bringing in other quarterbacks and their players, kind of breaking stuff down. I loved it. I loved it. So I'm super into it. I I'm, I can't wait for next week. And I want to watch all games like that. I mean, I want Peyton watching college football and uh, everything. So I love that. But uh, yeah, good game. Football is back and uh, we're back. New week of uh, shows. So uh, today is Concept Tuesday. And on today's show, we're going to talk about same game parlays. This is something that's been coming up a lot lately. DraftKings, FanDuel, other websites offering same game parlays. And I've heard a lot of people talking about them. So today we'll talk about what same game parlays mean, when to make them, and uh, just uh, go into uh, detail about those on today's show. And look, same game parlays, it's funny because all of these sports books do so many different things to try and make it seem like they're giving you more options when in reality, they're just finding more ways to, t- to take your money because sports books, as we've said time and time again, they are uh, filthy cockroaches. <laughs> you know, I know it sounds kind of, it's serious to say, but they are. I mean, they're professional thieves and I don't recommend, you know, anyone out there, if, if you're looking at same game parlays, they're usually not recommended. So today we'll talk all about that. But the reason why I said that about sports books, most of them just trying to take advantage of you. If you want to start betting somewhere that doesn't want to take advantage of you, check out betteredge.com. Okay, B-E-T-T-O-R, like sports better, edge.com. And you can start betting VIG free today. Seriously, VIG free betting. When I first heard about Better Edge, Actually, you know what's funny is before they were a sponsor of the show, I actually did an entire podcast on them one day. Just an entire show about this new innovative company that was changing the world of sports betting because you could bet VIG free. And the way they do this, it's more like a stock trading platform where they're just matching you up with someone who wants the other side and they're not taking their cut. So it's awesome. You can make more money. You can have more fun because it's like a social platform. So you make a profile and follow your friends. It's really cool. Check them out online, betteredge.com. Use promo code SHARP for a free 10 bucks. And uh, that promo code lets them know we sent you right here on the Sharp Angle Podcast. It definitely helps us out. So uh, betteredge.com, promo code SHARP. All right, uh, let's get to it. Same game parlays. So before we get into why same game parlays are suddenly being offered at a crazy rate, let's talk about the history of same game parlays. Because for much of the sports betting history dating back to the 80s, same game parlays were banned. They were not allowed. That's why this seems to be such a big deal to everyone, right? Same game parlay, you can parlay things in the same game. 
And the reason that sportsbooks wouldn't take these was because of correlation. And when you have two bets that are seemingly separate, but really they're connected one way or another, that means, and this is a rough definition, but that means they're correlated. And when one thing happens, and if it does happen, and that means the other thing has a likelier or a higher chance of happening, then these two things are correlated. So clearly, if you have a normal parlay, right, the Detroit Red Wings, and then you know some baseball team, that's just a normal parlay. There's no correlation between that. Unless, I guess, there was like, you know, they're in the same city, and there was some weird travel thing going on, and the president was in town, or something weird. But I usually, a baseball game and hockey game will have no correlation. So that's just normal parlay. But if you bet a team, let's say an underdog in a football game, and also take the under, those two things are historically correlated. So as a better, if we can find two things to put together in a parlay that have correlation, and correlation is a sliding scale. So the stronger the correlation, the better, then we increase our edge against the sports book. And if we get that edge up enough, we actually have a positive EV bet by making parlays. So this is rare. It rarely happens where you can make a correlated parlay that has positive EV. And the main <clears throat> the main reason is that sports books are so hyper aware these days of correlated parlays. They just don't let you make them. They'll shut them down. You know, if you ever try and make a, a NFL parlay with the spread and over under the same game, they just won't let you on any website. So enter the same game parlay. All these different websites are saying, hey, 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 we're done banning same-game parlays. You want it, you got it. You know, and some websites are going even far, you know, as far as saying, like, you've been asking for it, so we delivered. You know, trying to make this some huge positive thing. But really, in the end, what they're doing is letting you bet same-game parlays, but because of the price, it's still not a good bet. And this is something that some of you may struggle to understand, Okay, because a lot of you out there treat sports betting without or approach sports betting without a lot of price sensitivity. And a lot of you would bet a team whether they were minus five, minus seven, or minus nine because, hey, they're better than the other team. They're going to win. Not understanding that somewhere in that minus five, minus seven, minus nine is a break even point. So there's some profitable bets and some non profitable bets. Okay, it's not about the team, it's about the price they're charging for the team. Every single game, it's up in the air. I may take the favorite. I may take the underdog. Who knows going in? It's about the price, not who's playing. So it's the same thing here, where it's not about the two teams in the parlay. It's about the price the parlay is charging or what they're charging you for the parlay. Okay, there's there's always a break-even point. So what they do is they just take money back that they would have given you anyway with that quote-unquote correlated parlay. So let's do the math on a normal parlay, and I'll try and make this as easy as possible, but the math on a normal parlay, two teams, both teams minus 110, is it pays 13 to 5, aka plus 260, okay? Average bet, normal bet, or normal parlay on a normal website, minus 110, both teams, two-team parlay, plus 260. The odds of hitting a two-team parlay for an average sports better is 25%. Okay, and as we've known before, as, as as we've learned before on this podcast, every single percentage and every single line 
have a are, are tied together. So 25% actually equals plus 300. So what that means is the average sports better is going to hit about 25% of their parlay's lifetime. But the average sports better needs to hit 30% just to break even. Okay? So sports books have a 40% or excuse me, have a 40 cent, not 40%. Sports books have a 40 cent edge in that scenario. And in that case, that would be about 2.2%. So even on a normal parlay that's not correlated, sports books have about a 2.2% edge over you. But what you'll notice they do, or you may not notice, but that's why you're listening to this show, what they do on DraftKings, FanDuel, Caesars Palace, whoever offers these same game parlays, is they just take about 3% to 5% off the top for whatever they pay you back. So what that does is it takes their edge from about 2.2% all the way up to about 5.2%, okay? And when they raise their edge by synthetically just chopping off how much they're paying you back, and now they have a 5.2% edge, it doesn't matter how correlated anything is, that 5.2% is generally not going to be a good bet to bet into. So it doesn't matter whether you love the bet or anything like that, you have to have such an overwhelming and evidence of overwhelming value that goes past 5.2% to make any given bet. And what I mean by that is once you start adding up different factors or different things for a game, you can find ways to be like, hey, I've moved this game 2%. And typically, I don't move games more than 1% to 3%. 3% big. To think I'd move it 5.5% to overcome the same game parlay tax, it's almost never going to happen. So it may seem by the advertising and the way they're you know portraying this whole thing that, hey, sportsbooks are being your friends. You asked for it. They gave it to you. When in the end, it's still an insanely profitable play for the sportsbooks. And again, the odds of hitting a two-team parlay, it's simply calculated. The average better is going to go 50% lifetime. Okay, So if you calculate 0.5 times 0.5, that's the odds of hitting two games in a row, aka two-team parlay. But for a professional, the odds of hitting a two-team parlay is roughly anywhere from about 30% to 33%. So it's actually profitable at times for professionals to make parlays. The odds of an average better hitting a parlay is 25%. The odds of a pro hitting a parlay is about, on average, let's say 31.5%. That's a big difference, okay? Uh, 31%. 25%, you're swinging in between the corridor of being profitable and not being profitable. So same game parlays, even as a professional, don't really offer much value at all. I'd stay away from them. I would, no matter what happens, don't make same game parlays. They're not worth it. The, these books are taking back far too much and not paying you enough. And you know what's funny? I noticed when I was doing this show, and I'll give you an example, actually, because I was taking some screenshots on, uh, it was, I think, DraftKings, but I noticed that when I was going in and just kind of using the same game parlay as an example, trying to mess around and see what they were charging, I left the sports book, you know, I closed it on my phone, closed the app, 
I did a few other things for like an hour. I came back an hour later to the same sports book and they were like, hey, we saved those bets for you. Do you want to make that parlay, that same game parlay? And I was laughing. I was like, oh my God, this has never happened where, and it's because I don't make same game parlays or this whole feature. That's never happened where I will, you know, just where you click a bet and you don't bet it. And then you literally get a notification next time you sign on saying, hey, hey buddy, just in case you want to bet those, we still got them waiting for you. A little tip to everybody out there. If a sports book or anybody else for that matter is desperate to bet you, don't bet them. If a sports book or anybody else for that matter is scared, hesitant, let's not bet as much, bet them. That's something to remember. Kids out there, remember that. So when you go to a sports book and they're saying, hey, hey, remember those bets you were going to make? Hey, hey, buddy, we saved them for you right here. We'll make it easy. Usually not a good sign. All right, that does it for today's show. Good luck, whatever you guys have going on today or tonight. We'll talk to you tomorrow morning on The Sharp Angle.